Today on the Daily Gator Daily Thought. Oh God, I'm actually going to talk about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle and the royal family. I'm actually going to do it for you because there's a piece out I read that has to be addressed. And the bullshit narrative that we hear from the left about race, someone has to correct it because it's gotten to the point of complete and utter madness. And welcome once again to the Delegator Daily Thought with me, Doug Hagen of the Delegator Blog. Good morning. As I record this, let's talk about something I really don't want to talk about. Meghan Markle, Prince Harry. Uh, there's a piece on Huffington Post uh, by a guest writer. Laura Cathcart Robbins. And she opines that she knows how Meghan Markle feels because all black women do. Now, I don't know what kind of magic that the, the uh, writer, Miss, uh, Miss Cathcart Robbins, possesses, or I should say Miss, uh, yeah, Laura Cathcart Robbins. I don't know if the last name's hyphenated or not. I don't really care. But apparently she is psychic. She not only knows how she feels, she not only knows all the truth with the Meghan Markle stuff and her royal family and the division there, but she knows how every damn black woman on the planet feels. Wow, if I was that smart, that insightful, I believe I'd have done one of the damn lottery two or three times already. Really, I would. But she writes... A black friend on the East Coast texted me two hours before Oprah Winfrey's interview with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry came out Monday night. He had just finished watching it. It's heartbreaking, he wrote. They didn't want her son to be a prince because of him being mixed race. Stop right there, folks. Race relations are very important. Race relations have... Uh, become more and more and more strained in a lot of cases because of bullshit like this. The fact that Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, who have a child, uh, a son, he can't be a prince one day because there are certain rules they have, the royal family has been put in place for centuries, I suppose now, of who can be a princess, who can be a prince, a king, a queen, there's rules, and because, I guess, I don't know, I really haven't looked into why, but uh, the specific reason, but since Meghan Markle is, is not a, a royal, 
then she can't, her, her son or daughter couldn't be a prince or princess. So it has not a damn thing to do with race. Nothing to do with race. But what we're dealing with is a writer who has racial obsession syndrome. Every damn thing's about race. You know, I ordered a ham sandwich, ham and Swiss, extra mustard. They put mayonnaise on it, and I don't think it was extra mustard. I think it's racism. I think we should march. Stop it. If you look in the mirror and see anything but your own face, if you focus solely on the color of your damn skin, you've got some problems. Problems that you need to probably slap yourself really hard to wake up and realize that most things in, in life that happen to you, good or bad, have not one damn thing to do with your race. Most people, especially in America, do not give the first, first rat's ass what color your skin is. They don't care. You know the truth about Meghan Markle? Since I'm one of these right wingers that's supposed to be so racist because I'm a conservative. I never knew Meghan Markle was black. Or mixed race, I guess. I never knew. Because, A, I didn't care. B, I never really watched anything she was in. I'd seen her picture on TV. Oh, that's a pretty woman. Uh, you know, I mean, she's an actress. Okay. But whatever she did or didn't do on the screen or in a movie or in a TV show or giving her opinion, whatever, I don't care. No one does. And people care less about her race. Sure, there's a few Neanderthals, knuckle dragons, idiots out there who, who do care about race. Primarily, though, the vast majority of people obsessed with race are on the left, not the right. And now let's really pull the emotional strings. In this piece on HuffPost by Laura Cathcart Robbins. She writes, my whole body clenched as I felt the meaning of his words sink into my chest cavity. I tried to flex the instant to protect myself, but I could not. Oh, good God. You and your own ego need to get a room, lady. Seriously. After witnessing decades of black men and women dying at the hands of the police and others, you know who the vast majority of black men and women die at the hands of? By the way, men far more than women other black men okay except reality police don't shoot unarmed black men at the rate with which idiots like lebron james and our news media likes to fantasize about it's very rare the police officer shoots anybody it's very rare the police officer pulls his weapon during any type of traffic stop or interaction but the vast majority of young black people, men and women, killed are killed by other young men, uh, young black men, and some women. That's just facts. And lying and smearing police officers, accusing them of something they don't do, on the whole, doesn't help anybody. And pretending that your chest cavity was, oh my God, invaded because Meghan Markle's baby can't be a prince. Shut up. Get over yourself. No one cares what color you are, Miss Robbins. I wouldn't even be talking about you on this podcast except that you're a fool who has been deluded into believing this bullshit narrative 
that America is a racist hellhole or that police are hunting down young black men. It ain't true. The numbers don't back it up. Facts don't back it up. But you prefer to live in that fairy tale world where you are in perpetual victimhood. Some people like you, madam, love to worship at the altar of victimhood. And the left has trained your brain to think that way. Most people in this country see you as an individual. They don't care what color your skin is. They don't care what your hairstyle is. They don't care if you're left-handed, right-handed. They don't care. They care about how you act, how you treat them, how you behave. That's it. But back to Miss Robin's screed here. I wanted something to ease the pain of the exhausted barrage of hate, prejudice, and harm that my people and I experience on a daily basis. You know, I'd like to really know when the last time someone legitimately hurt this woman's feelings in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Who wants to take the bet with me that it ain't happened? But she thinks it has, or she thinks she should think it has. Because nothing, nothing is more powerful today in America to some people than victimhood. That's sad. That's sad. I'm so tired, she continues, of defending my blackness and the blackness of others. No one cares that you're black, lady. No one. A few people that do, screw them. They're idiots. No one cares. Seriously. Get over yourself. She continues, and even though I knew better, there was a small corner of me that dared, dared to hope that Megan's marriage to Harry and the baby that followed might be that good news. Not just for people who look like me, but for all people. But I was wrong. I would imagine, uh, madam, I would imagine, Miss Robbins, that you're usually wrong because you're so obsessed with your skin color that nothing else matters to you. You're willingly blind to reality because victimhood is all you embrace. Imagined victimhood. I, I'm, I, would, I would be willing to bet. Harry and Meghan's son had not broken the invisible wall, she continues, and collapsed the British royal family's long-standing caste system, as so many of us had hoped. Baby Archie's role is not to heal the wounds caused by years of Britain's racism and colonization, but rather to expose how powerful those things still are today. Oh, yes, let's go live in the past because it makes us bigger victims. You know, if you thought, stop throwing yourself pity party, Miss Robbins, you and people like you on the left, and by like you, I don't mean skin color, because I don't suffer from racial obsession syndrome, because I don't care what color someone is. It's the last thing I care about, behind many other things that actually do matter. The year that Meghan married Harry, I watched a news story she writes about how a local girl was marrying a prince. They showed me a 1995 video clip of 14-year-old Meghan standing at an all-girls immaculate heart middle school podium delivering a zealous graduation speech to her peers. 
Next, he interviewed several current Immaculate Heart students, giddy young white girls with ponytails and polo shirts waxing poetic about how fairy tales really do come true. If it could happen to her, it could happen to anyone, said a blonde girl with dimples and braces. Megan is one of us. I doubt any of this ever happened either, because lying is nothing when you can gain you victimhood. Correction, little girl, I thought as I changed channels, Megan is one of us. Ah, Megan Markle is black. She's also, I think it's white, I'm not sure. Again, don't really care. Uh, so she can't be one of you. See, these are people who crawl out for segregation of certain sorts. Even when they're bemoaning when we actually had the shameful policies of segregation in this country. Again, one of the sins America has committed that are shameful and one of the sins that's been corrected a long time ago. See, America fixes and atones for its own sins. I've said that before. Then we get this from this wannabe victim. Megan Markle is a beautiful woman, actor, activist, philanthropist, but for the 15% of female Americans who check the box next, next to black, she has one other identifier that is just as important. Megan is a sister, y'all. And we are claiming her. Well, whatever. Again, if you want to live your life obsessed with your skin color, that's fine. But your skin color doesn't define you. I see a, a black person. I don't know what they are. I don't know if they're gay, straight, bisexual, trisexual, pansexual, pandasexual. I don't know anything about their sexuality, their political views, what they do for a living, how attractive or unattractive they are, how intelligent, unintelligent. I don't know anything. I know they're black. That's not a lot to go on. Same with a white person. Same with a Hispanic person. Same with an Asian person. We're not jelly jars, so stop putting labels on us. People are individuals, and I know the left hates individualism more than they hate any other thing in the world. That's one reason they're so obsessed with race. They want to be labeled. And apparently, they want to be labeled a victim. This is sad stuff. You can go to the uh, Huffington Post and read the rest. Uh, it's under Huff Post Personal. Uh, and it was put up uh, a little over a week ago. Uh, I just happened to, to come by and see it. And uh, it, it's very sad. Uh, you know, I see... Uh, I see the occasional person who's interested in race somehow. As far as determining who they would be friends with. Or anything. I said, why? Who cares? You're a person. You want to help yourself? Define yourself as a person. Define yourself by your name. Define yourself by what you do for a living. What church or other house of faith you attend. Or if you don't attend, whatever. Define yourself in so many ways. What you do for a living. What was your education? What are your interests? Your hobbies? What are your passions? Not any of those things have one damn thing to do with the color of your skin. So stop. For God's sake, stop.
just stop. You know, I don't think I've been this agitated uh, over something stupid since the time years ago someone told me that I, the first time I ever heard the terms cultural appropriation, I had put something up on the blog and uh, about, uh, you know, some of the times I had growing up. And our grandma and granddad were great cooks and how the greatest cook ever was my great aunt Flora. And he talked about all the things that we ate so often. Typical southern food. Greens, biscuits, got to have your cornbread, your black-eyed peas, your uh, green beans and new potatoes, uh, and on and on and on. Fried pork chops. Definitely my grandmas were the best. Definitely they were not healthy, but damn, they were good. And I was accused of trying to pretend I was, well, I was taking black culture away. Like white Southerners don't eat that stuff too. That's Southern food. Call it soul food, call it Southern food, call it whatever the hell you want. But don't accuse someone like me, who's a Southerner, of being bad because I talked about eating Southern food growing up and how great it was and how much I miss cooking of Grandma and Granddad. Um, it's just agitating to me. I look at people, I see people. Okay, you're black, you're white, you're... Who cares? No one with a brain cares. And why would you care what people without brains think? Get over it, people. You're an individual first. You're an individual first. God created you as an individual. Remember that. This is Doug Hagen for the Daily Gator blog. Thank you for all the people reading the blog, listening to these podcasts. Uh, I appreciate it deeply. Good night. God bless. And yes, always, always remember two rules of life. First, Go Gators. And two, if you're left, you just ain't right. We'll talk to you again very soon, my friends. Bye-bye.